0: Church, the scripture reading for today is from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 20. It's the nativity story. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. In bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favours. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known unto us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the word of the Lord. Praise and glory to God.
1: We apologize for the technical difficulty we're having this morning with our live stream services, but uh, please bear with us as we sort out a solution for that. Now let us pray. Lord, your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Lord, please speak to us through your holy word. In your name we pray. Amen. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. As a church, we just celebrated the Christmas holiday two days ago, but I wonder if I am the only one who wants to enjoy Christmas just a little bit longer this year. Is there anyone else out here who wants to dwell in the cheerful happiness of Christmas just a little bit longer? Yes, Raymond, and yes, I think many of us. Well, I have some good news for you. In the Christian calendar, Christmas is not just a day, one-day event. It's actually a whole season time covering the 12 days during which the shepherds and wise men traveled, coming to worship God and present their gifts in celebration of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So there could be a number of different reasons why we might feel like dwelling a little bit longer in the Christmas spirit this year. Maybe it's the fact that we only had one day between our Christmas Eve service and our Sunday worship service this year. And personally, I think it has more to do with the fact that we've been stuck in a pandemic for close to two years now. And we could also use a little extra Christmas cheer as a result. There's no avoiding the fact that for many of us, life under life during this pandemic has not been easy. We've been limited in terms of places we could go and the people we could hang out with regularly. We rarely get to see anyone's full face and we don't get to experience that rich, non-verbal communication, expressions of human communication. We don't get to give hugs and kisses to people we love in the way we used to be able to anymore. Our church did not resume in-person worship until just this last month. And it has been hard to go for such a long time without seeing each other and worshiping God together in the sanctuary. And especially for those, those of us who are still worshiping online with us, it is still hard. And some of us have not been able to see our family for such a long time. Some of us have experienced loss of employment or reduced paychecks because of COVID-19. Some of us struggling with medical diagnosis, perhaps brought on by the lifestyle changes that came along with a pandemic or other situations. Some of us found ourselves having to care for family members during this pandemic wrestling with how to compassionately care for the people we love while still keeping the day job and ensuring our own safety. Some of us had to face the brokenness in our family relationships and confront those areas of our lives that really needed work because with us having to spend so much more time inside and less time out and socializing, we have been stuck face to face With those areas of our lives which are not working not healthy or maybe toxic and in need of healing psychologists have been looking at this season we've been all going through and viewed as the experience of a long-term trauma that's right COVID-19 is a long-term trauma whether we are aware and Joseph who despite bearing the prince of peace had given birth in a lonely smelly burn surrounded by animals in the countryside of Bethlehem and this here is yet another divine example of God a divine encounter orchestrated by God that reversed the social norm when these outcast shepherds arrived to find Jesus family they didn't Find some happy, pious, holy family with a baby swaddled comfortably and clean. No, what they found was Joseph, a carpenter, his unmarried teenage fiancé, huddled in the burn, carrying the Savior of the world. Before this moment, the shepherds Ureb had no connection to Mary and Joseph, nothing like in common with them at all. Despite everything they were going through at the time, Joseph was from the line of King David, and Mary had been until her recent pregnancy, at least in good standing in Jewish society. And so there's no way that these two young parents would have even happened to meet these outcast shepherds until this night when God brought them together. And in that moment, both the shepherds and Mary and Joseph found some common ground, Despite their different backgrounds, they had all been isolated from the society that surrounded them. Shepherds were outcasts that they were excluded even from the Roman census. And even though Mary and Joseph were included in that census, they were also outcasts themselves. Even though they were visiting Joseph's family hometown, they found themselves with no place to stay. No relatives who would welcome them and no room for them, even at the inn. Even though Mary was pregnant, there was no one or no place that would have have them except the stable. In this pandemic, we have learned the importance of social distancing, and I have to say that we have gotten fairly good at it, don't you think? even here today in the sanctuary, we are all seated as families and distance a few seats apart from each other at least. We have had almost two years of learning and practicing social distancing. In another two years, we should be able to get a bachelor's degree in social distancing, which I don't know if we want that degree or not. <laughs> but in case of Mary and Joseph and the shepherds, their situation did not call for social distance at all. Rather. What they needed was a community to support them and to pray for them and uplift them, to show them compassion for all their struggles that they have been facing in their lives. But they did not get that kind of support from the community around them. The world social distanced from them. Heartbreaking, isn't it? Maybe some of you can relate to what they must have gone through Maybe your nationality, your job status, your job situation, family, social, financial, or any personal situation places you in a similar place. Perhaps the world has social distanced from you because of who you are or what you have done. And you find yourself sharing in the heartbreaking of Mary, Joseph, and the shepherds. But that is what the good news of great joy is all about. The news delivered to the shepherds in the fields is given to us all through through Christ. The good news is that no matter what the world does, God never social distances from us. Even when we are at our our most alone and hopeless, God never leaves us or abandons us, uh, abandons us. When we don't have the means and resources to come to God, whether we are isolated from family or outcast on the hill, God chooses to come to us. God breaks through the barriers of social stigmas, cuts through the painful, difficult conflicts and situations in our lives, and delivers God's love directly to us, letting us know that God is always with us. God doesn't choose to favor those who seem to have perfect lives or show favor to those whom human society happily welcomed and chosen to honor. God chooses to come to us in the messiness of our lives, to sit with us in our brokenness. God wants to come into those places of our lives and the life of the church where things look so messy, so unresolved, those places that we all just want to social distance from because they are too hard, too confusing, too broken, or too impossible. God wants to meet us in all these places and show us God's transforming love. And this is why God sent God's son into the world as a child, took a human form as part of a broken family, outcast and alone. God became real, became human in this way. God's word became realized in Jesus. And in Jesus' life, we are shown what God's love for us looks like in action. From the moment of Jesus' birth and throughout the fullness of Jesus' life, ministry, earthly ministry, and through his death and resurrection, we are told the same story over and over again. The story of a God who does not wish to leave anyone out. God does not want anyone to be sitting alone, outcast on the hill, social distanced from the world. God does not want anyone to be banished to a burn because their family had no space for them or there was no room at the inn. And that is why we celebrate Christmas. The fact God's son came to us as a human, in all of the messiness and brokenness that entails, is a really big deal. Our God came to us when we could not come to God, find us in our brokenness, and absolutely refuses to social distance from us. And this is why we glorify and give praise to God, just like the shepherds in today's scripture reading. We worship god not because god miraculously makes things better not because god's revelation means that our lives are going to change immediately that our social distance is going to end and miracles are going to rain down at this moment like right now yes those things happen but our worship of god is not based and not conditioned to that we don't worship what god has done for us but who God is to us, that never changes. We worship our God who is with us and with us no matter how bad our situation might be. Celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ hasn't done anything to change the current situation. COVID-19 is still here, and social distance is still very much a thing. But in a different sense, the situation has changed because we are not alone anymore. We welcome Jesus who comes to tell us that even though we are broken, even though we desperately need the grace that only God can offer, we are not alone. Our God is Emmanuel, the God who is with us. God's love is always steadfast and always here. When all was said and done, The shepherds returned to their fields. The arrival of Jesus didn't change their role in their society and in their outcast state, but there's something that changed. And what that was was that they returned glorifying and praising God. And this is what happened when people meet the living God. Their experience with God moved them to worship and inspire them to sing praises to the Lord first, and foremost, despite the fact that they're still just shepherds working in the fields. Even though we'll be taking a break from Zoom classes and church programs over the next two weeks as we take winter break, we'll never take a break from our ceaseless praise to our God. Our worship of the Lord continues, and as it continues, we need to remember and declare the good news that has been given to us with great joy through singing, through prayers, through listening to the word, through the sharing of communion. Christmas is here and the Lord has come, but there's still suffering. There's still pain. There are still problems and struggles and challenges in our lives and the lives of our church. Like the shepherds, we still return to our fields and are still social distanced from the world around us. But God has come to us to be with us, to enter into our lives in all these places of brokenness and pain. God wants to share unending love with us. And in response to that, we give praise and glorify God, giving thanks and spreading the good news of great joy to all the world that our God, Emmanuel, is not just a God who is for us, but God with, God with us in all that we face every day of our lives. As for us and God, the wall, the wall of social distance has broken down, and that is worthy of praising and glorifying God, not just the season of Christmas, but all the days of our lives. Amen.